Welcome to episode 104 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. If you haven't heard, we're celebrating 100 episodes around here, and we're doing that by sharing six previously recorded and published podcast episodes, the really popular ones. We're replaying them for all of you. Today, you're going to listen to one of those replays. And I've mentioned this before, of course, but even if you've listened to the replay, this particular replay before, I encourage you to listen again. You never know what you're going to catch. Today's replay is episode number three. This is an oldie but a goodie. It was titled, or it is titled, An Instagram Blueprint for Shopkeepers. That one was published September of 2019. It's one of the most downloaded episodes of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. And even though TikTok is the social media platform that's trending lately, Instagram is still really important and absolutely relevant for retailers. I know some of you still need to learn how to use it too. Don't let the fear or the mental drama around this keep you from getting started. When I re-listened to this podcast episode, I wasn't sure what to expect. I mean, really, it was over two years ago, and I kind of cringed at the thought of listening to one of my first episodes, but you know what? I didn't hate it. (laughs) This episode is actually ideal for someone just starting off with Instagram, but it's also a really good refresher, even if you've had an Instagram account for years. Also, if you're a current lab or master shopkeepers member, there's a three-part video lesson on Instagram in the academy. And I think it's important to mention because the podcast episode is just kind of dipping the toe in the water regarding Instagram and how to use it for our retail businesses. But there's so much more to it. So I want to make sure that you know there's a three-part video lesson in the lab if you're a subscriber or a member of our groups. I highly recommend watching those videos if you haven't, I guess, jumped in with both feet regarding Instagram for your business. And if you want to grab the handful of resources, the free resources I offer, it's in the lab if you're a subscriber or a member of our groups. Thank you for supporting the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast by listening, writing reviews, and cheering me along the way. I would not have made it to 100 episodes without all of you. I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it, and I'm glad that we're celebrating 100 episodes with these replays. So if you're ready, here's the replay of episode number three, the Instagram blueprint for shopkeepers. Welcome to episode three of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I am way more comfortable on episode three than I was in the first two episodes. So if you hear a little bit of tension or I'm talking slower or whatever it is that you hear in my voice, yeah, it was probably nerves, but I do feel much better and I'm hoping that it's only going to get better as I move forward. So this episode is about Instagram. Uh, The title of it is an Instagram blueprint for shopkeepers because what I find is most people just want a roadmap. They just want to be told exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. So rather than complicate the entire Instagram process and all of the options that there are on Instagram, I'm keeping today's episode as basic as I possibly can, and I'm giving you a blueprint. I teach workshops on Instagram, so I can talk for hours about marketing on social media, but what I find is shopkeepers and entrepreneurs just really want the roadmap, and that's what I'm going to do today. So if you're someone who likes to take notes while listening, 
listening to a podcast episode or you like to have a written plan to move forward, I get it. So I created a worksheet for you. If you go to SavvyShopkeeper.com slash episode three, you'll find all of the show notes for the rest of this episode. And when I say show notes, it's just really a list of all of the tools or resources or websites that I reference while I'm talking. And I'm going to try to have one list of show notes for every single episode, and I'm going to try to keep it consistent. So if it's episode one, it'll be SavvyShopkeeper.com slash episode one. For this episode, it's SavvyShopkeeper.com slash episode three, just to kind of keep the consistency and make it easy for you to find. So that's where you'll find um, where to get the worksheet and everything that I talk about in this episode. All right, so if you just like to listen, then we're ready to move forward. You don't need a worksheet. You just want to hear what the blueprint is. Let's keep going. So when someone first signs up for an Instagram account and then they start learning about all the parts and moving pieces, they don't know where to begin. So today I want to give you the simple blueprint. I recently attended the BloggyCon conference. And that's in Sandusky, Ohio. It covers all things blogging, influencer, social media. And as a side note, if you're considering starting a blog, I highly recommend this conference. It's affordable. It's packed with valuable sessions for beginners. And of course, I'll link it in the show notes. But I do recommend it if you're just starting a blog. But while I was there, I attended the Instagram breakout session. And it was taught by Christy Payne of Your Blogging Mentor. And you might be wondering why if I teach Instagram workshops and I can talk about Instagram for hours, why would I go to a breakout session on Instagram? Well, I'm I'm not an expert. I feel like I can always learn. And I'm not kidding. Every time I go to a conference or a networking event or attend a breakout session, it doesn't matter how much I know on the subject, I still always learn something. And while I was there and I attended her breakout session, um, I really liked what she, like the framework for her her breakout session. So I'm just going to kind of cover it here. Essentially what she said was that Instagram rewards four things, consistency, community, creativity, and clarity. I'll say it again, consistency, community, creativity, and clarity. And I'm just going to ask you to remember these four words as we move forward or just in general anytime you're posting or working in Instagram because they will also come up in the blueprint I offer. So before we talk about your blueprint, I want to tell you to let go of two things. So take a deep breath and let these two mindset issues go because they come up all the time when I have conversations about Instagram or when I teach workshops on Instagram. So a negative mindset around social media can and will be a huge roadblock. And I really want you to start off on the right foot. So I'm asking you to completely get these two things out of your brain. And I'm only going to talk about them so that I can address them and then we'll move on. But the first one is the A word. And that's the algorithm. I don't want you to spend too much time on this. Some people might be asking, what is an algorithm? So social media algorithms, they're a way of sorting posts in a user's feed based on relevancy instead of publish time. So what that means is social media networks will prioritize which content you'll see in your feed by the likelihood that you actually want to see it. And in the end, what it is, it's probably some really crazy math formula and it always changes. So there's no point in trying to figure it out. Uh, I promise you, you probably can't figure it out. 
So instead of being a victim to the algorithm, because I always hear people saying, how can I figure out how to break it, break through the algorithm? How can I figure out how to get Facebook and Instagram to show my posts to more people? Just don't try to figure it out. What I will tell you is to focus on serving your clients and customers and giving them the content that they want and having the conversations that they want to have through social media. That's what I'd rather have you focus on. I also want to remind you that social media is free. Yes, you know, some people feel obligated to pay for ads, but really you can grow organically if you're doing social media right. You should view social media as a gift rather than something that you're entitled to because 20 to 30 years ago, and I don't want to talk about my age, but 20 to 30 years ago when I was selling advertising, you know, advertising of all forms was not, I mean, there was nothing out there for free. You had to pay for everything as a business owner. So just the fact that social media gives you an opportunity to market your business for free, it's a gift. And I think everyone should look at it that way. Okay, so done with the algorithm. Second one is your number of followers. I love when I recently heard Jasmine Starr, who's a business strategist. Some of you may have heard of her. I I will be sure to link her in the show notes. She recently said, and this was about social media, do you want to be popular or profitable? And this really struck a chord because so many people look at that number, at the number of followers And they judge, I guess, how much they're providing in value or how much they're connecting or maybe how popular they are based on that number. And I really just want you to forget about the number. Within reason, I get it. We're all going to look at that number. I'll ask you to keep metrics and track them, but not for the sake of popularity, but more just to kind of follow and track your growth and to see that you're doing things to really engage with your audience. So I'm going to ask you to really just kind of forget about that number. Don't set an unrealistic goal of 10,000 followers. That takes time or it takes a ton of dedication. Okay, so those are the two things. Uh, Now that we're past that, are we ready to begin? I say let's go. All right, so I'm keeping your blueprint as simple as possible so we won't go into recording live videos. We won't talk about IGTV. We aren't even going to talk about highlights. Most people look at me a little cross-eyed and, and say, what, what is that? What's the difference between that and stories? We will not get into that today. Plus, you really don't need any of these to grow. Yes, they're great if you can add them to your Instagram tool belt, but you can grow without them. Trust me, you can grow without them. It doesn't matter what stage or type of retail business owner you are. I want to make sure I add this. Um, This blueprint that I offer you is really universal. Now I'm sitting here thinking about it. Is it really universal? Yeah, it is. Almost any business owner can use it. So let's get started. The first part of your blueprint is your posting schedule. One of the questions I hear most often is how often and when should I post? I have two recommendations here. The first is to post when your audience is on Instagram. To find this out, you'll need to visit your insights. You'll have to access this information in your account, and you can do that if you have a business account, and I imagine most of you do. Um, So you'll visit your settings, you'll click on insights, and then you'll see what days and times your audience is on Instagram the most. Again, you'll find that in your settings. But you can take a look at that and just kind of jot down when you should be posting based on when your audience is on Instagram. 
My second recommendation is to post when it's most convenient for you. And yes, that may sound weird, but in the end, uh, you want to be serving your customers at the most ideal times, but sometimes you aren't always available at those times. I get it. We have families, we have other commitments, we have hobbies, we have other things that we really enjoy doing in our life. And if it doesn't work well, or when your audience is on Instagram, it doesn't work well with you or your schedule, it's okay. You just kind of have to let that go. Just pick a schedule that works for you and be consistent. Um, Whatever path you take, what's most important is your consistency. Whether you go with the first plan or the second plan, again, it doesn't matter. Just be consistent. So I can give you an example. If you choose to post one time Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., or if you choose to post twice a day when your audience is on Instagram most often, either one, you just want to do this consistently for the next few months. I highly recommend committing to a plan until it becomes a habit. Then you can increase your frequency and your strategy from there. But you can't think of this huge grand plan that's unrealistic for your life and your schedule. Um, It's just not realistic. I always recommend starting small and then taking it from there. Again, the most important thing is to be consistent. So second, let's talk about engagement. This is the second part of your blueprint. You want to speak to other people and you want them to speak back to you. I say speak, but we mean like commenting, engaging. The more you can do this, the better. And what do I mean by engaging? And I have quite a few examples here. So engagement includes when somebody likes your post and that could be when they double tap on it. In case you didn't know, if somebody double taps on your image, that actually will put a little heart in the bottom of the image and it indicates that they liked it. If someone comments on your post, if someone replies to your Instagram story or they like it, if you comment on someone else's post, uh, when someone sends you a DM with a question or comment, when you get a new follower or you follow someone else's account. One other way to get engagement is to be very clear in your captions to tell your customers what to do next. So if you want an example here, if you have an online shop, It would be telling them to go to the link in your bio and clicking on the link to visit your website. Better yet, you can give them step-by-step instructions on how to do something. They need direction and will most likely act on it if you tell them how. So here's another example. If I take the direction of just pointing them to the link in my bio to visit my website, I can take that a step further. I can get really detailed in my caption so that I can walk them through exactly how to place an online order in our shop. So this is an example. And this is what I would actually type out in the bio. Number one, click the website link in our bio. Number two, click on the shop link. Number three, click on gifts, which is a category in our online store. And again, this is just an example. Number four, add the tumbler to your cart. So if I want them to buy a particular tumbler that I just listed on Instagram, I would tell them to add that tumbler to their cart. I know this sounds crazy. Number five, finish the checkout process to purchase the tumbler. Number six, select local pickup as your shipping option. Number seven, pick up when it's convenient for you. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 4. This gives them the exact steps to take to buy online from us. So many of our customers are learning that we have an online shop 
but they don't know how to buy online or they're not familiar with the process. So now I'm walking them through. This might seem a little bit extreme, but people really love directions. You might be surprised. And not everyone uh, is familiar with shopping online and not everyone may be familiar with whatever process you have. So I highly recommend being as clear as possible. Instagram's mission is to create and embrace community. So the more you understand this and take action on it, the more you'll grow. You can't just sit there, post something, and think you're going to gain followers. You have to do the work. That whole mindset of I'm going to post and people are just going to start liking and people are going to start following me, it's not the ideal plan for Instagram. And I think it's the biggest misconception about social media. So do the work and get engagement and engage with other people. Okay, moving on to number three of your blueprint, and it's to post to stories. Stories are temporary posts. So the difference between those is they don't sit in your Instagram feed, that grid that you see when you're on your, uh, you're on your Instagram account. Um, these are in a different location, and they're temporary. They only last 24 hours. You can add a story by hitting the home button in the app. Then you'll hit your bio image. It's in the upper left-hand corner. It's usually your logo or your picture. And then you're going to hit the little plus sign that's there. That's how you add a story. This is where you can get really creative and let the idea of perfection and a curated feed go out the window. So I highly recommend just to have fun with them. Explore all of the setting options. You can add text to your story. You can add fun stickers and labels and uh, you can add filters. You can add a poll, ask a question, run a countdown timer, post a quiz. I mean, I can go on and on. There's so much you can do in stories and they aren't just for fun either. You can actually get some serious engagement from your stories and that's from people replying to your posts, replying to your questions, your quizzes, If you don't quite know how to utilize stories or what to post, if they kind of baffle you, the one thing that I suggest is to spend one week looking at everyone else's stories. You will get so many ideas from what other people are doing in their stories. It's a great way to get inspiration. It's a great way to figure out how to use stories. Um, You'll just be amazed at how fun they are and how engaging they can be. I stalk stories all the time just to see what people are doing in there. And uh, I am, I'm always amused and I get ideas. So if you can commit to posting one story per day, that's a start. I would say the most you should do is five, but one to five per day is great. Again, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. So we can just start at one if you're just beginning. So the fourth part of your blueprint is tagging. There's hashtagging username tagging, and geotagging. If you're new to Instagram, I'm going to break down the different tags. So you can tag an account, and that's just essentially giving credit or mentioning another account on your post. And you can tag in images, you can tag in captions, you can tag in stories. So an example is, if you're listening to the podcast now, and you take a screenshot of your phone, and you want to add the screenshot to your stories, and you want to make sure you mention me, you'll add it to your stories and then you'll just do the at symbol, Savvy Shopkeeper, that's my username. 
So now you're tagging me to let me know you're listening to the podcast. You're tagging me so that you can give me credit for the podcast so people know where to follow me too. And you're tagging me to let me know that you're doing this. And most business owners appreciate any kind of tag because that just means more attention for our business. So next one is geotags. This is a physical location tag. People can see posts based on a location that they search. So how is this relevant to shopkeepers? So let's say you have a brick and mortar store in Tampa, Florida, and you're posting to your Instagram account. You want to geotag your posts with the location Tampa, Florida. So if someone is on Instagram and they want to see all posts in the Tampa area because they're just kind of figuring out what to do that day or who's posting in the area, if they do a search on Tampa, Florida, your post will appear because you geotagged at Tampa, Florida. I hope this makes sense. But there are a couple, you can, you can also geotag in your stories and geotag on your posts. So that's a great way to get more exposure. Hashtags are the last one. And people sometimes wonder what is a hashtag. If you know what it is, you don't have to worry about it. But it's pretty much like a label for content. It helps others who are interested in a certain topic quickly find content on that same topic. So again, I have another example for you. Let's say I'm interested in painted furniture. Um, That's really trendy right now. We do that at our store. I do that at my store with my sister. And I want to see, maybe get inspiration from other painted furniture artists. So I can actually follow the hashtag painted furniture. And when I do this, I actually did it before I started recording this. There are over 1 million posts that have, or nearly 1 million posts that have this hashtag. So what's great is now everything is organized. All of the posts are organized by this topic. And I can just scroll through. I can follow other painted furniture artists that I like. I can get inspired by their work. Um, It's just a really nice and simple way for Instagram to keep certain topics organized. And you can create a hashtag, but there's millions of them. So make sure that you're hashtagging if you have a brick and mortar store. You can even hashtag with like location related hashtags. So for instance, in Cleveland, Ohio, you can do hashtag CLE, hashtag Cleveland, Ohio, hashtag um, shop CLE, hashtag shop Cleveland. Again, those are more for brick and mortar type stores, but you can apply that to your type of business to your online shop. You just have to do the research and find the hashtags that will work really well for you and bring you customers. That's the key when you're doing research. Research hashtags that will bring you customers that will um, inspire people to start following you and buy from you. So it's time to summarize what I just covered. Number one is posting. You want to create a posting schedule. If at all possible, you want to post when your audience is on Instagram most often. And if that isn't ideal, then you want a realistic posting schedule that works for you and your life. But most importantly, you want to be consistent. Number two is engaging. You want to engage as much as possible. I can't stress this enough, both on your own post and other accounts. Remember Instagram rewards community. A great way to get engagement is to be really clear on directions. Tell your followers what to do next. 
And you'll see on the um, Instagram blueprint worksheet, if you downloaded it or printed it, I'm asking you to dedicate a certain number of minutes per day or per week so that you can engage, uh, definitely engage with other accounts. But you should also spend at least 15 minutes after you post on your Instagram account, you should dedicate a good 15, 20 minutes so that you can respond to people who engage on your post too. Number three is stories. Post at least once each day to Instagram stories. This is where you can really be creative. There's less pressure here because it doesn't need to be perfect and you can really have fun with this. Number four is tagging. You want to tag, tag, tag. Remember to tag a location, tag other accounts, and use hashtags that are relevant to your post. Don't just hashtag or tag anyone randomly. Uh, you want to be genuine and authentic, and you only want to use tags that are relevant to your post or to your business. So I know I went through that quickly. I hope you found this episode to be simple, clear, and something you could take action on, even though I covered a lot. I think the blueprint worksheet will help you. I don't want to overwhelm. Um, I don't want to overwhelm you with Instagram, uh, but I think it's really important to a shopkeeper's business, and it's really important for you to stick to a plan so you can grow your following. So keep it as simple as possible to start and go from there. If you like a written plan, go ahead and grab the worksheet, like I mentioned, and get started. If you have questions or feedback about this episode, DM me on Instagram. My username is savvy shopkeeper. Of course, the at sign, at Savvy Shopkeeper. And if you're wondering where to find the worksheet or links to everything I mentioned, I feel like I mentioned a lot in this episode. You'll find all the links in the show notes at SavvyShopkeeper.com slash episode three. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode three. Thank you for listening. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe. Leave me a, re- a review on Apple Podcasts. And until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.